0: This is the Zach Ansbury Journal. Welcome. Today's podcast clip comes from an interview with Professor Scott Koslow from Macquarie University.
1: Um, and in fact, I think I get along best with the account planners, and I talk the same language as account planners. Um, at one point in time, I was doing a, a, a sabbatical at Saatchi and Sachi in New York, and. Um, I think they kind of were hoping that I'd sort of ask them for a job. <laughs> <Not really. laughs> they were certainly trying to, to hire a lot of my PhD students. There was one PhD student in particular, so that global HR had uh, sat me and him down in the office, and I start asking him all sorts of questions about what he wants to do and where he <laughs> wants to go, and and so forth. And it's like, yeah, I know what you're doing. You're you're, you're trying to recruit one of my sort of budding academic stars mm-hmm. to to go into account planning for you, and I you know it. it if the student was interested in it, that that would certainly be a very good thing mm-hmm. for the student to 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 do. Um, but yeah, I, I my wife and I briefly talked about you know should I try an account planning route with with Sachi's because they 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 drop hints, but it's like they kind of know you're an academic and you got it pretty good, so <laughs> probably not going to consider it. It would have been you know a huge amount of money more. Um, but I think the thing for me Why I didn't want to go down that route Is Let's say I was doing an account planning role Okay Well if I made a mistake And we lost an account 50 to 100 people would lose their jobs mm. And I didn't I, really, I didn't want that. that That's a little bit A lot of stress Yeah huge pressure Um, To whereas in an academia what's, what's the worst case scenario You know I I I get a review from a journal and they say a bunch of nasty things. Honestly, that's not that terrible compared to the guilt of oh, I stuffed up and a hundred people are unemployed now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that was one of the key reasons that you decided to uh, to stay in academia.
1: Well, it's also a fun game. We get to yeah. do all sorts of things. We we set our own pace. Decide what hours we want to work. What we want to uh, focus on. Honestly, we only have a few hours a week in which we have to show up in front of a class, and then we can say anything we darn well choose. And and the kids take notes no matter how stupid you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm laughing so much because it's so true. And, um, yeah, I like the way
0: that you're so brutally honest with it. Um, I have to admit, I agree with you 100%. Um, That is one of the beautiful parts about being an academic and and primarily a research-focused academic, Mm. which I'm assuming is a large majority of your time? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So it's 40% of my time, which is the the typical percentage that it is for for most academics.
0: Yeah, and then the rest of the time you sort of get your freedom to pursue what you want. You can,
1: you know, if you're – are you more of a morning person or an evening person? Oh, it depends. Sometimes I can start writing in the morning and I'm doing pretty good. Um, Sometimes it's sort of like – I don't know where the day went. I was busy with a bunch of things, but I don't really start getting into it until, say, in the afternoon. So it varies quite a bit. Yeah. But you're allowed, because because there's no clock in, clock out, there's you're no, allowed to focus yeah.
0: when you need to focus. Yeah. Um, like at various points throughout my career, I've thought to myself, um, you know, I've been a room warning person, so I've gotten uh-huh. up straight away. I've opened up my laptop and I'll be riding for two hours and then I'll have breakfast and I'll go for a run and then I'll come into work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really a good mindset for me because I felt like I was ahead of the pace. Mm-hmm. And then at other times, I just couldn't focus in the morning, so I was allowed to work in mm-hmm. those evening sort of periods. Um, yeah. And <laughs> they are, I once asked someone, how come there's no... You know, it's not like McDonald's, for example, where you show up to a shift and you have to put in your little unique employee number or some people have fingerprint scanners... Um, and they, they monitor our hours. And I thought to myself, well, of course they're not going to do that because they don't want to pay for all of the overtime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to that. Yeah. Um, sort of when I was trying to get my my research and creativity underway, I spent an awful lot of time on it. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's a labor of love. Mm. Um I can't say that if I was doing client work for a New York agency that I'd always say that this stuff was quite the same kind of labor of love. And if I was spending, say, working for an agency and I'd go in on a Saturday to work, my wife would sit there and say, you're not being paid for this. It's one thing for you to be home uh, uh, late um, on some days of the week from a work day. But no, you are not going into the office on a Saturday but we do that as academics. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you find, how do you find that balance now? Because, you know, we all have laptops and yeah. and essentially our work follows us where we are. Like if we use that McDonald's example, again, no one is bringing their work home with them, mm-hmm. but we, um, I suppose indirectly do. And the temptation is always yeah. right next to us. Um, yeah, yeah. how do you
1: manage your, time or your ability to do that. Okay. I pulled my phone out of my pocket, okay? I will not put email on my phone. Okay, so you have no I email I will on not it. put it on the phone. It's on my iPad, yeah. but it's not on my iPhone. Okay. And I, I, I refuse to put it on there because, no, it, it, how do I say this? Um, I've known too many salespeople who you're sitting there, you're having dinner with them, and then they get the phone call. And it's like, for Pete's sake, mm. do you have to answer it? And it's like, but this is a big client. No. no, <laughs> they, they can wait till tomorrow. At least academics, they can wait till tomorrow.
0: Hey guys, it's Zach Ainsbury here It's just a couple of quick reminders. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. There are plenty more interviews to come with some of the world's leading marketing academics and the practitioners. You do not want to miss these. In the meantime, if you're looking for another way to connect, then follow me on Twitter at Zach Ainsbury, that is Z-A-C-A-N-E-S-B-U-R-Y, for my take on the marketing issues of the day.